My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. All right. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news, guys. Again, the signal is really wonky today. We are uh, sailing around in circles, basically. Uh, they just had an announcement that uh, they're having a Q&A session right, right now. Uh, with the uh, captain and the staff to talk about the situation. Of course, I'm here. So, oh, well. Uh, I'm back in my room, by the way, and we have a visitor this morning. Stick your head in the air. Got to duck down. There's Cindy. Hello. So we're coming to you live from the Carnival Paradise. We're out in the... Uh, we're basically off south, southwestern corner of Florida, but out probably 100 miles or so. The best information I have now, folks, and this is coming from several sources, is that the Carnival Paradise will attempt to go in late this evening, depending on the storm and how far it comes into the Gulf. It's expected now to cross the state, get into the Gulf, which then could cause more you know, issues with us trying to get under the bridge into Tampa. So they're still saying the possibility of getting back tonight, more, most likely it's going to be tomorrow. So that's what we're looking at here from the Carnival Paradise. We are going to do the Cruz Amigos this afternoon. That's at 1 o'clock uh, my time. That's Eastern Standard Time, noon Central Standard Time, and 6 p.m. GMT. Uh, Amigo Martin is in an undisclosed location on a boat somewhere. Don't know if he'll make it or not. I'll stay on the Carnival Paradise. And, of course, Amigo John is, will be coming to you from his igloo 
is he was expecting 20, 30 inches of snow last night. So now we're having a blizzard up there in Crookston, Minnesota. So anyway, that's going to be the Amigos this afternoon. If you're listening via the podcast, always welcome. Uh, you can access the podcast via my blog when I can get on the blog to put it up. The podcast broadcasts have been getting up, but I have been unable to access my blog to actually get the uh, podcast loaded to the blog. So, uh, again, my apologies for that. If it's confusing anybody, it's confusing me. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to it, get everything caught up, you know, tonight or tomorrow. When I get into to the hotel, I'm hopefully... If we get in tonight, a, a hot air Tom's taking care of a hotel. If it's tomorrow, then I'll get in the car because hopefully the storm will be gone enough that I can start heading back to Virginia. All right. On the show this morning, we'll have an update, of course, on Tropical Storm Nicole. bunch of sh- cruise ship alterations other than just uh, Carnival Paradise. A gangway collapses in Panama. Bar Harbor votes to restrict cruise passengers. Queen Anne delayed. MSC talk, uh, tops 400,000 bookings for October. That's strong. Royal Caribbean drops more restrictions. New terminal opens. And a lot more here. Live at 11 o'clock. And hopefully it's live and you're getting a decent signal. I have no idea on that one. Today is National Vanilla Cupcake Day. Oh, that's better than the last couple have been. At least I don't have to scream about that. All right, I'll be back with today's news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, guys, on with the news. Yeah, you can see That's fine. <laughs> so uh, we'll continue on with the news here, guys. I went over to check and make sure and nobody was screaming at me for not being on the air. So it looks like a maybe I'm luckily to stay on the air this time. Who knows? All right. Now, that's, I don't know how quickly things are going to upload, but 
talking about the weather, Hurricane Nicole made a rare November landfall in the U.S. last night when she came ashore just south of Vero Beach on North Hutchison Island about 3 a.m. It's now a tropical storm centered over east central Florida. Uh, strong winds, dangerous storm surge, and waves. Uh, and that's uh, expected to continue over a pretty large area for some time yet. Location is about 45 miles northwest of Vero Beach, uh, about 65 miles or so southeast of Orlando. Maximum sustained winds are 70 miles an hour. Present movement to the west-northwest at 14. Central pressure is 981 and steady for now. You'd expect it to be coming up, but it's holding steady for at least the last couple cycles. A turn toward the northwest and north-northwest is expected later today and tonight. Uh, follow, uh, following an acceleration toward the north and northeast on Friday. Forecast track the center of the cold move across Florida this morning. Possibly emerge over the far northeast Gulf of Mexico this afternoon. And then move across the Florida panhandle and into Georgia tonight. And on Friday in the Carolinas. Maximum winds, like I say, are 70, so it has been reclassified as a tropical storm. It was a hurricane when it that uh, formed while it was still over the Bahamas, and it dispounded the Bahamas, and it's pounded a good bit of the East Coast, folks, with wind, a lot of beach erosion. Additional weakening is forecast while Nicole moves over land. However... We don't know what's going to happen if it does get back over water again. Again, even the northwest Gulf uh, of Mexico is still fairly warm, not as warm as further to the south. But that could get a little more teeth. Who knows? We're just going to have to watch that and see what happens. It remains a large tropical storm. Uh, with a tropical storm force winds now, 450 miles from its center. That's a long way for tropical storm force winds. All right, multiple sailings involving six ships from five home ports in two states by Carnival are impacted by the storm. Carnival Sunshine, which is currently home ported in Charleston, has had to change its itineraries. Carnivalation already had its current itinerary altered. It's expected to return to Jacksonville one day late. Carnival Liberty may now also be delayed in returning to Port Canaveral on Friday. The next next sailing is scheduled to proceed as expected, but with a one-hour delay in embarkation time for arriving passengers. All guests are asked to delay their arrival appointment times by one hour, but must be on board by 2.30. Sailing from Miami, the Carnival Sunrise has no changes to its current itinerary and is expected to arrive back in Miami today. Uh, depends on, 
I know Fort Lauderdale just a few minutes ago had not reopened. I don't know if Miami's reopened or not. Obviously, the sunrise going into Miami, they can't, it can't get in there until it's reopened. But I don't know now if there's a big difference between the, the ports. I, I have not heard about Miami this morning. I have heard about Fort Lauderdale. Also sailing from Miami, both Carnival Conquest, current, current itinerary, and next sailing departing on Friday remains unchanged at this time. And, of course, this was the official word from uh, Carnival Carnival Paradise. May be able to dock late tonight, but may be delayed until tomorrow morning. So, who knows? That's the way we're rolling. Anyway, it was a big mess this morning. I go to, Because I have to take some medications, you know, guys know. I went up to the buffet as soon as it opened because I had to take uh, a pill with food. And so I go to the bar up there and I go to get my diet, uh, diet Pepsi. This is a Pepsi house now, not car, not Coca. And the the guy behind the bar says, oh, I'll be uh, 3 75 or whatever the hell I charge for a can of Pepsi. I said, no, 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 I got the bubbles back. He says, oh, that's no, that ran out. I said, what? That's not what they said last night. I said, besides that, it's early. This would be, if we had docked in Tampa, I'd be coming here for breakfast before I get off the ship. I could still get a Diet Pepsi. He says, oh, no, I have to charge you at three, uh, whatever it is, 325, 350, whatever. I said, ah, that sucks. Give me the Diet Pepsi, but you're going to come back and credit me back for that as soon as I get it straightened out. I said, I want the bubbles free package or whatever the hell it is for the day. Oh, you have to pay for that. I I know. I paid for it all week, dude. So he had no idea what to charge me. So I got back to the cabin. I called the front desk. I said, okay, we got to fix this, folks. You know, you give me a letter last night, you say one thing. And and this morning, the guy the, up there, when I went to get a Diet Pepsi, he says, I'm different. I need to find out how much. And she said, well, you have to wait till 8 o'clock. Come to the the um, atrium bar. Okay. So at 8 o'clock, I went to the atrium bar, and I'm rolling there. And the guy says, yeah, it's going to cost you $11. He says, but I can't credit you back for what they charge you upstairs. Back up there, back up there, and of course, it's a different bartender. So, the lady there says, Well, I'm the supervisor. I said, Well, good. I'll screw up over three bucks. Anyway, it's now fixed. It's kind of that Pepsi through the next day. I'm charging me a ridiculous amount of money. Anyway, all right. Do have a couple news stories today. Um, let's see. It looks like I'm missing one already. Oh, it moved on me. <laughs> How about that? You can't imagine me ever being technically challenged, can you? No. Oh, goodness gracious. All right, load up picture. <laughs> While docked in Panama City, Panama, the gangway of the Norwegian Encore collapsed 
and several guests were reported injured by the incident. Emergency responders arrived quickly on the scene and work began immediately to clear the damaged gangway. Guests on board the Encore reported hearing emergency codes announced over the ship loudspeakers about 1.30 local time. Several guests were assisted via stretchers and wheelchairs to the emergency vehicles, apparently with injuries, though no names or details have been confirmed. NCL's care team was dispatched to Panama City to offer additional support to those guests. The gangway was apparently quite steep at the port and appears to have bent due to a lack of underlying support. Guests were walking across the gangway at the time of the collapse. No information is available about whether the ship left port on schedule, but it does not appear there will be any delays to the remainder of the ship's itinerary and she should arrive in Miami as planned. And folks, I'm not on the encore, so it wasn't the fat travel guy that caused the gangway to collapse. It was somebody else, not me. Just wanted to point that one out. All right, next story this morning. Hope that loads up. At most, 1,000 cruise ship passengers' crew will be allowed to disembark a cruise ship while in port in Bar Harbor, Maine from 2024. At most, 1,000 cruise ship passengers. This was the outcome of a vote in the quaint seaside town on the Atlantic coast on Tuesday in the election. The decision from residents will likely not be welcomed by the cruise industry. Well, I would think not, as Bar Harbor plays a vital role during the popular autumn cruises to the New England and Canada. You know, when they first started talking about this, folks, I thought it was a mistake. And what are all, how about all the people up there that are going to lose money now? You know, all the vendors and the people that count on the cruise industry. So you're just wiping their income out. I tell you what the cruise lines need to do. They find, need to go find another port up there and do one big-ass thing like they've done in other ports in the Caribbean <clears throat> and put the bar harbor people out of business altogether. Wouldn't blame, blame them at all. All right. I'm not going to get on a rant. I promise. No, I won't promise that. Canard has announced the necessary delay of the Queen Anne, citing supply chain shortages. You know, I'm getting tired of hearing about supply chain shortages. They're claiming that's the reason now, and energy concerns also. Yeah, they don't want to pay, you know, an extra buck for gas uh, or whatever hell of fuel they use. Diesel, marine diesel corpus spit. I don't know. But anyway, it'll push back the ship's debut for several months. Queen Anne will not welcome guests until May. Book guests impacted by the delay are being contacted. And the maiden voyage are being rebooked on the new inaugural sailing, whether they want to go on it or not. Okay. Canard can do it that way. 
The next story this morning, there's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of little stories here today from all over the place. I've been busy all morning. I need a nap. Dennis, can I take a nap? That's spelled N-A-P and I don't mispronounce it. Dennis, you know I love you. I'm not I'm teasing you. <laughs> okay, what's next? I'm lost. The effect of the excitement that is built up for MSC Cruises' newest cruise ship reached an all-time high this last month. The Switzerland-based cruise line, which everybody thinks is an Italian-based cruise line, it's not, reported a record-breaking bookings for cruises this winter and summer of 2023 with nearly 400,000 passenger bookings. That's a pretty strong month for anybody much less MSC that's a little smaller than Royal Caribbean and Carnival and Norwegian. That's a good month. Congratulations. The release of the latest flagship, which is the MSC World Europa, the soon-to-be-delivered MSC Seascape that I'll be on in, what's that, three weeks from now, and the MSC Eurebia, which will come into service in mid-2023, has driven the popularity of the cruise line, boosted by pinup demand for cruises worldwide. Royal Caribbean has also uh, updated its health and safety protocols, eliminating pre-cruise testing for guests that go to Haiti. That would be Labadee. Where else was it? Uh, Haiti and Honduras, that's right. On cruises departing from the U.S. or Caribbean home ports, that'll start on November 9th, regardless of vaccination status. With this update, only guests who will be visiting Colombia, taking transatlantic sailings, or cruising from Australia will now require pre-COVID tests. That's a good sign. Royal Caribbean's new terminal down there in Galveston opened yesterday. That's not loading, right? Anyway, Royal Caribbean's new $125 million cruise terminal in Galveston is officially open ready for the largest ever cruise ship, the home port in the state of Texas. That would be the lure of the seas. The Port of Galveston held a ribbon ceremony that celebrated the terminal opening and the arrival of one of the world's largest cruise ships. The terminal will help Royal Caribbean accommodate up to 630,000 passengers per year out of Galveston. That's nice numbers. Very nice numbers. All right, guys, that actually is going to wrap up the news portion. I'll go over and see who's screaming at me in the chat room. Probably everybody. So Kevin's with us. Good morning. Chili thoughts are with the folks in Florida. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, obviously we all do that. I'm trying to make as light of the situation as possible today. But it's it's not for a category one storm. It's just wreaked havoc over 
over the east coast of Florida. And by the way, to prove that this ship is going anywhere anytime soon, they're giving us a free bingo game with a free cruise. You know, they're doing they're not gonna do that at two o'clock in the afternoon and land at the 315. That ain't gonna happen. We all got free like all 45,000 people are going to go play. I don't know how many people are on this ship. 2,000, whatever it is. They ain't going to show up to play bingo. I don't play bingo. Anyway. You don't want to play. I'll take your card. Cindy wants my card. She can have it. Oh. She wow. can play. She might win two cruises. Yeah. Maybe you'll win a cruise. Or if you win a cruise, take me with you. There you go. I'm sure you wouldn't mind, would you? Oh. <laughs> Nick's, Nick's over here, too. So, anyway, he knows I'm joking. I hope he knows I'm joking. He's bigger than I am. Oof. Mike's with us. Hi, Mike. Robert's here. Hey, Robert, good to see you again. Katie's with us. Hi, Katie. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up on the way. It helps people that like the live stream. I appreciate that, Kevin. Yep, thumbs up. We always like that. By the way, let me take this opportunity. If you're new, Please consider subscribing. It doesn't cost a thing. That really helps me out. It's a little bell notification. I'll tell you when I go live or when I post a new video. And if I can ever upload them again. I have not been able to upload any videos for three days now. I can't get on my blog. I can't put the podcast on my blog. And I tell people, you can always access it on my blog. And yeah, no, no. Right, right, not right now you can't. Uh, Nikki's with us. Good morning, Nikki. How's things up in Jacksonville? We had a little bit of rain. A few palm fronds blew off to decorate the front yard. Well, that's always nice. You can, you know, you can throw some lights out on your yard on the palm fronds and then you can say Merry Christmas, everybody. That would work. <laughs> I wish I was stuck on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean. You know, it, it didn't bother me at all that we got this extra time on board. I feel bad for the poor people that were planning on getting on board today. They're the ones that screwed on this deal, not us. You know, we're safe. They got plenty of food. They got some booze if you want an, an adult beverage. Heavens, I would never think of such a thing. By the way, in case it didn't get posted last night, I'm not sure if it did or not. I had my first ever chocolate martini last night, and it was all Cindy's fault. <laughs> I saw her have one, and I said, damn, that looks good. It was, too. <laughs> anyway, I'm blaming that on Cindy. From now on, whenever I have a chocolate martini, uh, which is going to be... <laughs> In a couple hours. <laughs> shortly. <laughs> I'll blame it on Cindy. Sonny's with us. Hi, Sonny. Uh, Mississippi. That's what she say. Oh, from a sunny, non-humid day in Mississippi. Wow. How about that? Hot air times here. You have sped up a bit doing eight knots. Well, we were doing like two to three knots on like going around yeah, in circles. I was yeah. getting dizzy. You know? <laughs> and it has been. A lot of swaying, but there were some times this morning that was bumpy. It was, it was like you were going on, down a bumpy road. It was, uh, it was kind of strange. I hope people this morning that I talked to that this was like it was in the old days. Only this is the way it was when it was calm. Mm 
when you was way back in the yeah, yeah. back before the ships had those stabilizers and stuff. Man, it's been uh, a little dicey. It's also been foggy. You don't see many foggy mornings when you're out on the ocean. You see fog in ports. But yeah, we've been through some bangs of fog this morning. It's a little, a little strange. Uh, hot air. Hot air says a slow boat to Tampa. Yeah. And it's still hot air. We have no direct knowledge of what it's going to do today, tonight, or tomorrow. It's definitely not going to be until tonight. I can tell you that now. Um, how are the guests reacting to the extra day? Well, they're having a good time. When, when most people don't care. Um, the, the people that, you know, there's some people that are, you know, have responsibilities and so forth. Some people have pets at home that they had to make some calls and stuff. So, yeah, but um, I haven't seen a whole lot of really anybody just, you know, being angry about it. But, um, I, you know, the alternative is to try to land, try to go under that bridge and storm surge and wind. No, I don't think so. And then try to talk to a dock and storm surge and wind. And then, no, that's how you have wrecks and docks and stuff. Uh, see, there's Dennis. Dennis is with us this morning. Is there smoked salmon at the breakfast buffet? Uh, today they had on the buffet, they had uh, a ham benedict. And they have uh, a salmon that you can get to make uh, like a lox and bagel. Uh, in the dining room, yes, uh, I've had every morning that I've gone to the dining room yesterday, we went to the sea uh, day brunch and I had my eggs Benedict and I had locks and meals, not that I'm big or anything, but those, those are two things that I really like. So yeah, there is some, uh, some salmon up there. You just have to go to a couple different places to get the salmon, to get the cream cheese. You know, they don't put it together so that you can get a lox and bagels at the same time. But yeah, there's salmon up there. I have not seen, you know, on uh, like Royal Caribbean and Norwegian, they'll offer uh, one just regular scrambled eggs. And then each day there'll be maybe a scrambled eggs with ham or a scrambled eggs with salmon. But uh, Carnival doesn't do that. It's just straight scrambled eggs, at least that I've seen the times that I've gone to the buffet this morning. Uh, hot air Tom should be on the Encore. And could have been on that collapsed gangway. Yeah, you. that's right, Hot Air Tom. Yeah, you could have been. Who is video bombing you? I have no idea. It happens all the time. Just I get the, the one that gets me is the sex bombers. I haven't seen the sex bombers for a couple of days. Jason there in Pittsburgh, he, he has access. So if he sees it, he'll go and delete them for me. But yeah, we get some, we'll get some of that on occasions. I'm sure you would have been fine at Hot Air Tom. Yeah, well, Hot Air Tom is, uh, I don't know, he's a big guy. He, it wouldn't be anything like the, the Batman here walking across that gangway. But, but Hot Air Tom's a pretty big dude. You know, he might have he might have knocked him down, too. The canal crossing was not a good one. Cruisers had to be up at 3 a.m. yesterday, and by 1 p.m. our time, the ship was in the Caribbean. Some unhappy people who wanted a daylight crossing. 
They went through the canal at night? What the hell? That's supposed to be a canal crossing. You got to... Duh! Was that because... Of the, no, the gangway happened after they went through the canal, didn't it? Orange Panama, Panama City is on this side. Yeah. That's a weird one. Yeah. Hi there, Tom. Yeah, you're the big cheese with Norwegian. Uh, uh, get out your Norwegian dictionary and open it to page 346, paragraph C, and read it to them in Norwegian that says, Norwegian, that was dumb. <laughs> Just tell me where to go find the right things to uh, translate uh, to uh, Norwegian. Sonny says, nice to be able to sleep through a hurricane. You know, uh, does Katie do that? Did Katie sleep through this thing? And well, she's in Orlando. It might not have been that bad. I mean, it's going to be windy up there, though. Nah. Katie says uh, this one is nothing like Ian. Yeah, you guys are used to this, so I understand. But you know, it's still. A lot of beach erosion, too. The beaches are going to be really trashed from this one. Is that Cindy Lee in the background? Let her take over the show. Cindy? <laughs> Jason says, take over the show. So take over the show. Hi, Jason. <laughs> what have you been doing? Oh, I have been in the casino. I have been drinking some spiked coffee from the coffee bar. And I have been eating too much. Um, going to comedy shows oh, at three in the morning or some god awful time. So many comedy shows. Yes, I think I've been to every single one of them. And at night, there's two comedians, and they usually do two during the day, and then they do two late at night at like 10 15, 11 15. So, yeah, I've been up really late watching the comedy, and they're, they're hilarious. So, the fat man has not gone to the late shows. I do, I have fun with the comedian at the early shows. Yeah, he went to that one show, yeah. So yeah, I always let him know where I'm at because I'm always at one of the shows. They have really good production shows on here. I was impressed. They had an 80s show and they had a rock show, Epic Rock. Yeah, the singers are really good. Yeah. I they're definitely much better than the last Carnival Ship in May. I did their shows were not too good, but they're really good. Um, what else is good? Food was good. Buffet has a lot. Um, it's not real crowded on smaller ship, so I'm running all around here all the time. <laughs> she is. She motors a lot, Jason. She's uh, not easy to keep up with. Uh, Kevin says, 11 people watching, five thumbs up. Smash that thing. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, I never can tell on who sees this live, and everybody starts watching it later on the replays, which is a good thing. And then, of course, on uh, you know, the podcast is where I'm getting my biggest numbers from. It's amazing. Uh, at WDW, um, Magic Kingdom opens at noon, and the other, uh, that's Walt Disney World, of course, parks open hours later. Also, they're going to get Magic Kingdom back open at noon. So that means things are definitely picking up coming across the state. Yo, yo, Brooklyn in the house. Hey, Eddie, good to see you, my friend. 
And he says, hey to everybody. Everybody's talking out saying hey to Eddie. Sonny and Tom and everybody. And everybody says, it's amazing. And the way they talk back and forth in the chat room. Uh, fizzy drinks are included on Disney Cruise Line. And their cola is Coke. Yeah. I was surprised that, that uh, Carnival has switched to Pepsi. And that's because of who uh, some, I don't know, there was some decision made in the upper echelons. But yeah. I, I, mean, I don't care one way or the other. But it's, I'm surprised to see your cruise line going from Coke to Pepsi now because it's been going the other direction. Uh, and by the way, last night, and this would have been, you know, nine-ish or so when I, I was coming back to the room. And I stopped. I said, well, I'm going to have one cocktail. Maybe I'll take a cocktail back to my room because I had some work to do if I could get online, which I couldn't. So I stopped and ordered a, a, a cocktail. It was free. I guess they had a time period last night that the ship provided the alcohol beverages for people. So I still had to sign it, you know, but it was, uh, I don't know, $14 or whatever they charge for a cocktail. And uh, credit, $14, drinks on us. Oh, that was cool. So I didn't have to pay for one last night. I didn't mind that at all. <clears> that was ridiculous when they can't extend your soda package one more day. Yeah, I know. I, and I, didn't, I don't care if I have to pay for it, but yeah, you'd think, you know, it's not my fault that we're out here. You know, if you sell enough of them, you ought to let it go. But anyway. All right. Sonny's uh, saying, hey, Eddie, also. There's Bonnie. Yo, yo, Eddie, Brooklyn and South Florida in the house. How's things over there in uh, the West Palm Beach area? Though you know, I know you're not in West Palm. You're near it. How, how did you survive, Bonnie? I haven't heard this morning because I've been busy. Uh, Chili needs a bourbon and Diet Pepsi. Chili's going to go get a bourbon and Diet Pepsi. I might have to do another one of those chocolate martinis. At least they don't have tequila in them. That's the one that gets me in trouble. Um, Dennis said, Provincetown, Massachusetts is an excellent port. I never will forget. The first time I was in Provincetown, Dennis, I was probably like 10, 11 years old. My mother was driving. My mother was a little old lady from Virginia. you know. So she's driving through Provincetown. And, you know, up there in Provincetown, Everybody on the sidewalks walks to the middle of the street, and she's trying to drive through that. And I'm sitting in the car, and she blows her horn for people to get out of the way. And some guy jumped around and called her expletives that I might not still use, but she cussed her out one side down the other. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. That was that was Provincetown. But yeah, I agree. Provincetown's a nice port. One thing that's bad, you don't want to go swimming up there. That damn water is cold in the middle of August. Oh, man, is it cold. I used to spend a lot of time in the Boston area as a kid growing up in the summers. And, and out, out there as well. It's wicked cold water. Um, 
pilgrims landed there until that was erased from the history books and the Plymouth myth was adopted. Yeah, I didn't know that. Dennis has always got some interesting facts. <clears throat> Bonnie says she survived. <clears throat> Wind and rainy. No flooding in her area. That's good. <clears throat> Local beach suffered a lot of erosion. Yeah. Dennis says nap. We call it siesta here. And we do that daily. Many shops closed during that time. Yep, I know. I like it. <clears throat> we need to adopt that in the in the states. Uh, Dennis. And he said, Dennis, you in Spain? Sunny, <laughs> how are things in your area? Oh yeah, I was asking the same thing. Plymouth Rock is a small rock. I have a friend who lives in Plymouth. I've been to Plymouth too many times. <clears throat> yeah, Dennis is in Greece. I knew that. Um, and yeah, I was not really aware that, that siestas uh, were, were done in Greece. My impression of Greece is that as the men run around and, and pinch women on the butts. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, Greece is one of the most absolutely beautiful places in the whole world. I love the Greek islands. I love Greece. I can't wait to get back over there. And yeah, folks, despite my aversion to flying, I got to do some European trips in here. That's going to happen this year sometime. Not this year, next year, 23. I definitely gotta get gotta get back to Europe. Ship is going to tip whenever when everyone shows up for bingo. Yeah, hey, that's right. <laughs> everybody if everybody shows up for the free bingo game, and things gonna go sideways. That would be good. I Cindy just said it's on the front ship, so it's gonna take a nosedive. That will turn us into a submarine. Uh, uh, Katie says, wow, that's on my bucket list. Yeah, man, I tell you what, I love Greece. I really do. There's so much. I mean, Europe is so different from the States that the architecture and every country you go to over there. Uh, you know, I've, I've shared with you from uh, Rochelle, my buddy, uh, on a bunch of her European travel there. I think she's been to every in every church and cathedral in Europe, and they're all just gorgeous. Um, I love the architecture. I love the people. Yeah, I'm not real big on any of the big cities other than Madrid. I like Madrid. You know, all the rest of the big cities, I can take it or leave it. Get me 15, 20 miles outside where you're dealing with the real local people. I love it. Well, I do the same thing in the islands, too. I like to go to local joints. I don't like to do the touristy things. Dennis says, yes, the Plymouth Rock is part of the mythical story of the pilgrims. They landed in Provincetown first, but over 100 years ago, they decided people shouldn't know that. I wonder why. 
And that just that makes very little sense to me. But then I'm not very smart. Provincetown's present reputation as an artist colony. Yeah. And it is that you know, there's there's quite a few really cool artists out there. Bonnie says, personally, I prefer Salem or Boston when I'm in Massachusetts. Been the most many times. I like Boston too. Bonnie says, "Yes, I saw your chocolate chocolate martini. It's all Cindy's fault. That's correct. Cindy is gonna send me to the dogs. That's it. We're gonna blame everything I do from now on on Cindy. Absolutely. I was blaming everything on Hot Air Tom from August, but now I got somebody else to blame. That's great. So the next man." That opens me up for all kinds of things. I like it. Katie says she loves chocolate martinis too. A choc a chocolatini, Dennis says. Yeah, they don't really mix it over here. They just call it plain chocolate martinis. Espresso And the funniest thing that happened, and I haven't had a chance to post it yet because I'm having all these issues posted. So we've got. We got this waiter named Christian. He's really, he's really a good waiter. He's so much fun. He dances and I mean, he's got tons of personality. And uh, I couldn't see uh, where he was from. So I asked him one night, I said, Christian, where are you from? He says, Philadelphia. I said, yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, I've got it. I've got that on video. So I'm going to get that up one of these times because it's, it's fine. I mean, obviously he's not from Philadelphia. He's really from the Philippines, which I found out. But he said Philadelphia. Yeah. The people who write history books make up their own history. Well, this is an interesting subject this morning. We haven't talked about history books before on this channel, I don't think. Bonnie says, I've had a rough day night. I'm, one of my good friends lost her mother. Oh, sorry about that. Lost her mother yesterday. Sorry, Bonnie. Uh, my friend was one of my former cruise buddies. I loved her mom. Her mom was uh, oh, I had a be shown. Yeah. Yeah, we missed Bubba. Hot Air Tom says, Chili, the gangway incident was on Monday. The ship was in port overnight and departed late. Uh, evening on Tuesday, entered the canal at 4 a.m. on Wednesday. So it was on the other side. Oh, no, it was on this side. And then when a, no, they're coming from Seattle, Tom. I'm confused as on the story now. Uh, Bonnie says, um, wait a minute, I lost the comment. Me and Princess both 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 slept through the hurricane. Very good. Glad Princess did. She tends to go nuts on those things. Jason says Cindy knows how to cruise. Yes, she does. <laughs> she does. And I tell you, I tell you, Jason, I have totally enjoyed Cindy and Nick on this cruise. It's been terrific. And I've laughed about as much as I've ever laughed on a cruise before. And it's been great fun. Hot Air Tom says, I'm thinking a carnival needs to, to charge extra day soda package. You might get a bill for the extra day cruising too. No, they've already, they've got, got that in writing. It's just, they, they 
didn't put in writing that the, uh, the drinks packages would be covered today. That's the problem. The reason they're not doing it is because of the people that want 45 alcoholic beverages for free. You get a free drink as a platinum member. Oh, yeah, I know that. But I'm not platinum on Carnival. Uh, they, they never did. Um, I can't remember. I think it was like 21 cruises that they disallowed on the uh, loyalty program because they were too old. Carnival is up many food and beverage stuff. Yep, they've raised prices on quite a few things. But the big one was, you know, the entrees. They doubled the prices. That's what some of my competitors said. That was up for water. The, the big headline about double the prices. The entrees. If you have a third entree, they're going to charge you five bucks. If you have a third entree, you deserve to pay five bucks. Get out five appetizers. Um, wicked cold, a good one, chili. Those Bostonians love the word wicked. Yes, that's true. It says, Sorry, I joined late. Where are you circling? We're about, um, I don't know if you go out from like Naples, maybe, uh, Marco Island that way, straight due west. I might even be a little further south than that. Uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, 75 miles off the coast, maybe. Just guessing by looking at cruise mapper. Uh, I can't put those numbers together, latitude and longitude, and figure out where you are. I'm not, I'm not that smart. But anyway, someplace right off the southern coast of Florida. So we got... When they actually decide they can go back in, we're probably, you know, three, four hours cruise to the bridge and then two hours in. I mean, if we start back right now, we got five or six hours of cruising to get there. And they're not going to they're not going to head back until it's over and done and gone away. I guarantee it. Dennis says they pinch everybody's bottom. That's I yeah, I know. That's, the Greeks, the Greeks do like that. And the guys, I love the guys that sit around, of course, over there you can smoke, which you can't over here anymore. They sit around at those tables out outside cafes and stuff, smoking and looking at the women. And it's, it's, you know, from eight to ninety, they're all sitting out there looking at the women. I love it. I definitely like the sound of that European vacation in a cruise. Yeah, Rich, uh, Robert, we're going to do that. We're going to go to Europe <clears throat> on something. <clears throat> we need to get loyalty program credit for your extra night. Probably, I guess. I don't know about that. That's a good. That's, now that's an interesting uh, question because now that I'm building mine up again for with Carnival. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. And, um, um, I would assume, yeah, cause that's a night at sea and that's normally what the points are based on. Jason says, I'm booked on a Greek island cruise next May, celebrity constellation. Feel free to join. I can't remember if uh, it seems to me, I've got something already booked when you're on that cruise. Cause I looked at that one once before. 
Bonnie says, hey, Chili, if you do a transatlantic cruise, I'd join you. I haven't been across the pond yet. Cool. The Philippines. Laugh out loud. Yeah, I know. He was making a he was making a pun of his own, uh, but he clearly said he was from Philadelphia. <laughs> so anyway, I do like I do like him. He's a good guy. Uh, Panama City is on the Pacific side. Okay, I was thinking. Oh, oh no, that's the the other Panama ports on on this side. Yeah, you're right. Hi there. Panama City's on the Pacific side. You're correct. I'm wrong. So, MSC has a transatlantic crossing as low as 25 per night. Wow. That's pretty cool. With low or no single supplement. Yeah, I know. I love, I love MSC because of that. That would, if I can catch a transatlantic on any MSC ship that I don't have to fly, then once I get to Europe, I, I don't mind moving around Europe. I could do a couple cruises over there. Probably not going to be able to catch a transatlantic back at that the time of year that I could take a transatlantic over because they stay over there. Well, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Jason says you should be platinum. That like that. Yeah, this happened about 10 years ago. And there were just a, a, it was just a total screw up. And it never got straightened out. I, I, and I never cared. I never really followed the loyalty programs that much until, you know, the last couple of years that I've started paying attention to it. <clears throat> and then the you know, same thing with the learning about casino loyalty points. And I'm trying to get educated on that. Just so I don't know to answer questions for you guys. Dennis says they're not your competitors. They're just a bunch of clowns. Yeah, I know, but I'd still call them competitors. Uh, one of them had a false headline about Tiffany and company owner. Turns out it wasn't the Arnold's but a licensor of uh, Turkey. Yeah, I know. They, they, and I, I'm sorry, but I can't do that. You know, if that's what it takes to, you know, have 150,000 subscribers, I'll never have 150,000 subscribers because I'm only going to throw out there what is verified fact, you know. And if it's not, I mean, I've even done stories before, and I said, look, guys, this is not verified, but it looks like it's the correct thing. You know, I'll tell you that, too. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. I've got to go uh, make sure that we're still going in circles, that the, that the captain hasn't parked this boat somewhere out here. And maybe he's on the back of the deck fishing. I don't want to run out of food, so maybe the captain's back there trying to catch a, a, a fish for dinner. I got to go make sure that's not happening. Besides that, I hear a chocolate martini calling me. That's next. All right, guys. Cruz Amigos this afternoon at uh, 1 o'clock my time. We'll try to do this again. You guys stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. Hopefully one day soon. We'll all get together on the high seas. Let's see if the 
closing thing will load this time like the intro didn't. You guys have a fantastic day. See you for Cruz Amigos later and tomorrow from who knows where. <laughs> I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.